What's up, everyone? Welcome into another episode of Overtime here on the Colts Audio Network. I'm JJ Stankovic, joined by Casey Vallier. We reserve these podcasts for breaking news. And today, the Colts had some pretty big breaking news, Casey. Anthony Richardson will undergo season-ending shoulder surgery. That is from Colts owner and CEO Jim Irsay. Posted it on Twitter or whatever it's called nowadays. Shane Steichen addressed it uh, in his press conference on Wednesday. We heard from several Colts players about Anthony. So a lot to get into. We're going to give you some sound from what Shane Steichen had to say, what from players like Drew Ogletree, Jonathan Taylor, Zaire Franklin all had to say in the locker room. But Casey, first of all, just your initial reaction to why the Colts and Anthony Richardson decided surgery was the proper course of action for the AC joint injury in his right throwing shoulder. So I've had kind of two sides of this because the initial is, man, now I know for the remainder of the year we will not see that electricity that Anthony brought to the field. Because, I mean, there were so many times I remember just standing like standing there at Lucasville, not even in my chair, turning around and looking at people that I, you know, I, I work with just going – this guy is electric because there that was so much of what he did was just on the field, just electric. And then I look at what the, the path we've chosen to go, and I think, you know what? You take a guy fourth overall, and you know heading into this year there's still going to be bumps in the road on his growth and all of that. So you knew it was going to be you know a more long-term view. So when I look at this, I say, okay, you know what? Do whatever you have to do to get this guy completely healthy because you don't want him going back out there, rushing through things and maybe tweaking it or it it hampering anything else. You know what? For everybody, we all want to see him out there. Jim Irsay, I'm sure he is first on the list that wants to see him out there. But you also have to take it from that wider lens to say, you know what? We got to get this guy right. And it sounds like, you know, by by all accord, you know, you have the surgery and you head into 2024, and he should be full go, ready to go, you know, when, you know, whenever that day is. I don't know if it's, you know, I know Shane doesn't want to put a timetable right. on it. But if all else, I mean, you're looking at it going 2024 should be completely ready to go for AR. Yeah, Shane Steichen said on Wednesday, you know, as the Colts and Richardson were talking through this with several doctors, this was an extensive evaluation. Yeah. Um, you know, which I think is is pretty common when you're trying to decide if you need surgery, that you don't know you know, until you gather as much information as possible. And, you know, I mean, look, this is this is Anthony Richardson's body who is going to undergo surgery. Yes. So ultimately, he has kind of the final say on it. And he decided, along with the Colts and along with the several medical professionals that they consulted, that surgery was the right move. But you're absolutely right about the long-term view. You know, Shane Steichen said Richardson's longevity needs to, quote, be at a premium with this that you're not just thinking about how fast can we get this guy back right. on the field. you got to think about this is the guy we drafted fourth overall to be here for the next 10, 15 years. Exactly. Um, you know, so Shane Steichen said on Wednesday, quote, going through that process and talking to all the doctors, getting as much information as we could, this is the best thing for him and the franchise moving forward so we can get him healthy for next season. That's kind of where things lie here. For what's next for Anthony, though, He's going to be around. Yes. And I think, Casey, that was something that kind of stood out to me that sometimes, you know, players, they they sustain these injuries and they kind of go away. Yep. You know, they kind of fade into the background. They're not – they almost don't feel like they're part of the team. Anthony Richardson, you know, what he needs is to be here 
and to be in these meetings and to gain as much knowledge as he can from them, I think you, that's what you're going to see going forward is that you're, Anthony's going to still have a pretty good presence around these parts over the next couple of months. And at the end of the day, he's still a 21-year-old guy who is, you know, he's learning the NFL game every single day. I'm sure he's learning something new. So part of it, he mentioned the game that he missed with a concussion, how it was, you know, kind of a different way to view the way the offense is rolling, how the play calls are coming in, what he would do. So, you know, you hear that term, the mental reps and all of that. I think that is going to be a very important piece of this all is he's going to be in those meetings. And like Shane said in his presser, you know, attack this like you're playing right now, like you're the starter. Go in with everything with your mental mindset that you are going to be the guy, even though we know on Sundays you're not going to be out there. So I love that he's going to be around. I'm not shocked that he's going to be around. I and mean, this is a guy like we've talked about. You take him fourth overall. This is, you know, right now you're looking at this guy to be your your answer at that position. So you want him to be around the guys, around the playbook, all of that. So I'm not at all shocked that he's going to be here. But I think there is a chance that you can kind of learn something yeah. about who Anthony Richardson is from this, you know, kind of instance that he's dealing with, too, in this way. All right. Well, here's what Shane Steichen had to say about the expectations he has for Anthony Richardson in the coming months. Take a listen. You know what? This will be a great learning experience for him, you know, uh, moving forward. You know, he's, he'll be engaged. He'll be in the meetings. He'll be at practice, uh, and he'll learn this year, you know, sitting back and watching and learning. You know, in the long run, I think with anything, I said this a couple of weeks ago, you know, when you go through tough times, you know, it'll make you stronger, and this is a tough time for any player. You know, you, you're obviously your rookie year. You want to be out there with his teammates. You know, I know he's – you know, crushed about it too. Um, so, but I think it'll help him make him stronger in the long run. All right. So that was Shane Steichen talking about Anthony, and I caught up with Sam Ellinger in the locker room too. And and something that Sam told me about this was that Anthony's just really smart. Like that's that's something that's really impressed upon a lot of Anthony Richardson's teammates is just how intelligent he is, and I think that benefits him well. You know, something Sam said is he he's taking he's been taking copious notes whether he's been playing or not like there have been games where he knew going into that game I'm probably not playing you know Baltimore you know the the notes that he took were still really good and that allowed him to then go you know to Gardner Minshew Shane Steichen or Cam Turner Jim Bob Cooter and be like hey on this read you know what do you see here I see this and and kind of have those discussions and I think that's just going to be incumbent on him now going forward to really keep that same mindset and everything we've heard from his teammates is that they absolutely expect him to keep that same learning mindset going forward even if he's not going to play and the thing that is is great about the locker room is there's a handful of guys inside that have dealt with their own adversity and they have their you know what their story was everybody's you know everybody's path is going to be different the way that you you know kind of take on this challenge that that Anthony is dealing with is going to be different but there's a lot of guys he can lean on and I love that you mentioned you know the taking of the notes and all that that's one thing that was talked about you know from the time he got here that they're like whoa, I didn't realize this guy was going to be asking this. And, I mean, it was like mm-hmm. every night him and Cam Turner were texting back and forth. Him and Jim Bob Cooter were, you know, we're trying to figure out all these things. So that part of him, I'm sure it's going to be ramped up even higher right now, which is great. I mean, you want to see him growing. Even if he's not on the field, you want to continue to see that growth. And I think this is one way to do it. All right. Well, one of those guys who dealt with adversity in terms of getting hurt and then having to hit the ground running this year is Drew Ogletree who we had a chance to catch up with in the Colts locker room. Here's a couple of bites that Drew had to say about Anthony Richardson. You're, you're someone who's kind of come out on the other side of an injury, you know, 
missing a season. Like, what about Anthony tells you he can come out on the other side as well as you have? His mindset and his work ethic because, you know, you see him day in and day out. He's staying in here late. He's always watching extra film with the coaches. He's always doing extra things on the field. And his work ethic is going to make him a great player. Do you kind of have to have that drive when you're you're on IR, you're rehabbing, no one's kind of holding your hand because you're not playing. You kind of have to have that internal drive to do that. Oh, yeah, most definitely because the expectation when you come back to the, to the field is like you weren't hurt at all. Mm-hmm. So just that work ethic is very key. Casey, I think the, the thing that Drew hit on the last thing that he said there is the expectation when you come back to the field is, oh, you weren't hurt at all. Like, when Anthony Richardson comes back in 2024, the expectation is not going to be, okay, well, you've been out for a couple of months. Like, let's right. ease. It's going to be, you're the starting quarterback again. Get in there and, and show that you can apply some of these lessons. The one thing that, that really stood out to me, and I talked a little bit about this with Jeffrey Gorman on the Official Colts podcast on Tuesday, is that Anthony, even though he only played in four games, like, he impressed me with his quarterbacking ability. Yes. His ability to process information, his ability to make throws and decisions that were, you know, like his eyes were going in the same place as Shane Steichen's. You know, you had that, you know, the one interception against Jacksonville, but for the most part, ball security was not a problem yep. with Anthony Richardson. He avoided sacks really well. He did some stuff that gives you a lot of encouragement for what he can be in the future. Just when you think about, you know, okay, obviously now he's not going to get back out there, but th- this four-game sample size, Casey, just w- what gives you hope that he can take that that small little, you know, blip of what his career is going to look like and turn that into success over the next five, ten years here in Indianapolis? I mean, that's going to be the, the question we're going to all kind of wait and see what happens, but... I'm not a professional athlete. You can definitely tell that when you look at me and see all my actions. But Anthony Richardson is, and there's there's something about the chip on the shoulder. And he's hearing the outside noise about, oh, boy, now he's going to be injury prone. He's going to be all of this. I always love watching what these guys do when they're in these adverse situations. And Anthony Richardson looks to be the part. Everything we've heard of him, he looks to be, and, and that's that's one of the things that I'm really anxious and interested to see how he attacks this because, yes, right now we're looking at it, and it's a blow. It, we hate it. This is awful. This is not at all what you were expecting. You were hoping that you had a full year. Right. But there's also a lot of good that can come from this, and, and that's kind of the way that I'm hoping that I know that's how I'm going to try to approach it, you know, from a fan's perspective and, and all of that. So I'm hoping that's how, you know, everybody else here approaches it. But I guarantee you that's how he is looking at it is, okay, this is another another obstacle I have to overcome because he had a bunch of them before he got to this spot. I mean, right. halfway through last year's, you know, college football season, I don't know if anybody was talking about Anthony Richardson, you know, it, you know, all your your Mel Kuypers and everybody up there. I don't think they were talking about him as a top five pick. Yeah. So he had to kind of, you know, overcome all of those obstacles. So and he's done it in an in a snap of a finger. And he's he's got I mean, we talk about him as just the mature level. You talked about everybody talking about how smart he is. He's a different kind of guy. And I'm really anxious to kind of see how it looks. And honestly, I'm not at all worried about that at all. I think this is going to be just a little blip on a, hopefully a really good career here in Indy. I mean, it's interesting because coming into the year, the the discussion around Anthony Richardson was, yeah, he should probably play because he doesn't have a lot of experience. There were people who believed, and, and I don't think this is more on the outside, that maybe you should sit. Right. You know, follow the Patrick Mahomes, 
uh, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers yeah. Philip Rivers plan. Um, I think that plan is generally kind of antiquated with the way that rookie contracts work. Right. And usually, you know, like Mahomes is such an outlier in that he was dropped into a situation where they had a playoff-ready team yeah. and were making the playoffs. But I do think it is interesting. Like, he's not going to be the first rookie to miss a significant chunk of no, a season. No, not. Um, I went back and looked at it. You know, Deshaun Watson tore his ACL as a rookie. He missed nine games. Joe Burrow tore his ACL as a rookie. He missed six games. Josh Allen missed four games in the middle of his rookie season with a sprained UCL. Um, You know, here and there, like Tua missed a game uh, due to injury, but he also didn't start his full rookie season. You think about Jared Goff. Only started, I think, the last seven games of his rookie season. I mean, Matthew Stafford got hurt his first couple right. of seasons. Yeah, so yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's this is not a a you know death blow to Anthony Richardson's right. chances of success, and that goes back to him staying engaged and staying, you know, with it with the team. But it certainly is a blow in the sense that he won't get to play. But on top of all, you know, having said all of that, I want to play some some two things we heard today on Wednesday, Casey, first from Jonathan Taylor and second from Shane Steichen, just about what they saw from Anthony and how that kind of counteracts the disappointment that he is not going to play in 13 games this season. First Jonathan Taylor, then Shane Steichen. I think I saw someone who was really, I know you guys heard it a lot, really poised um, just for, like I mentioned, you know, big eyes coming into the league. Um, You're just getting started. Very poised, though. I mean, I I know you guys saw versus uh, L.A., I mean, just being down 23, I mean, and then see him r- have the guys rally around him, and that's what you want out of a leader. So to have him have that trait this young is very special, and I'm sure he's going to continue to develop and grow on that. I thought when he played, he was explosive and he was electric. Uh, you know, he gives us an opportunity every time he steps on the field to win football games. Um, but just his big playability, throwing the ball down the field, you know, the runs that he had, the touchdown runs, you know, four touchdown runs. Uh, in the limited time he played, but there is a uh, tremendous opportunity for him going forward in this franchise. Yeah, Casey, and something else that Shane Steichen said is that he just saw tremendous progress out of Anthony Richardson from, you know, his arrival in April to this injury in October. He made a lot of strides within this offense, and, and he's a guy who, you remember all that the things we heard during training camp, how he doesn't really make the same mistake twice. Right. And he did get some experience, and, and even when I was talking to Sam Ellinger about this, you know, I was asking Sam, like, as a rookie who didn't play in 2021, like, how difficult was it to, to try to learn the offense without the reps? And he said, you know, it, it's challenging, but he's like, the, the advantage Anthony has is that he has played. He has seen what the speed of the game looks like. And even if it's not as much as anyone would have wanted it to be, those four games are going to count. Yep. They're going to count, and they're going to help Anthony out when he does come back in 2024 to be able to hit the ground running as this team's starting quarterback. I want to go back to just the the injury itself. If you'd have told me before the you know b- before training camp started that everybody had talked about how how much reps Anthony needs. He needs to get all this repetition and all of that. And if you'd have told me that he would play in four games and be lost for the year, I would say, "Oh man. It's it's not a wash, but it's close." But we talk about, you know, you hear from Jonathan, you hear from Shane what he put on tape in those games far exceeded the expectations. Yeah. So that's maybe that's why when I look at this, yes, it's a crushing blow. Nobody wanted to see him get hurt, and, and that, that all, it, it's terrible. But there's so much good from those minimal reps. I mean, Sam's right that he did get the reps, but not only did he get the reps, but he really looked good. 
mm-hmm. in a majority of those reps, and that is where that you know that sense of positivity and and the outlook of what it's going to be in the future really plays into it because that's what we have seen, and, and so I look at this as yeah, we wanted him out there, but I, I'm not as you know oh man, it's a it's a waste because of what we saw in those you know it's minimal, but I thought it was really good in what we did see. I almost kind of feel like today, Casey, the clarity on Anthony's future this year almost brought about a I don't want to say a sense of optimism, but a it kind of renewed some confidence yeah, yeah. in what this guy can be. Like that's the impression I got going around the locker room talking to guys, hearing from Shane Steichen was yeah, this you know, this stinks. No one wanted this to happen, obviously. However, Anthony did enough good things this year and his mindset has been so good and his work ethic is so strong that we are not worried. And I think that that is kind of the defining mood around this building on what otherwise is a pretty tough day yeah, very for the tough. organization. Yes. Um, and one final thing I want to play that we heard in the locker room, just great perspective from Zaire Franklin on what this all will look like when it, whenever Anthony Richardson's career is over, when you zoom out on it, what this will be. So here's uh, what Zaire Franklin had to say about Anthony Richardson on Wednesday. You know, I feel like, you know, just as, you know, this, you know, the city has gotten to know him as I've gotten to know him, you know, since he's been here, I feel like he shows you in every chance he can, you know, the type of man he is and the type of teammate, the type of person the community he wants to be. So, you know, I feel like, you know, will this define or anything like that? No, no way. You know, I think it's just another bump in the road and something that, you know, he'll have to, you know, attack and, and overcome. And, you know, I think he'll do that full head of steam. And I know he can't wait for that next opportunity. All right. Well, that was Zaire Franklin. And Casey, just again, kind of going back to what I was saying before that sound, just like the mood around the locker room, the vibe around the locker room regarding AR was still pretty encouraged and still pretty good. Just what did you kind of sense going I, around there today? I have felt that way for a while. And I've always been a big believer in, and players just know. Like, you watch a guy, and you understand. You're like, all right, I I see it. And I felt like that was very apparent early on inside this locker room. I know there was a lot lot made about him being named a captain, and and that's a pretty impressive thing to think about it as a 20-year-old going on 21, coming into a new system. You know, you don't know any of these guys, and he was able to really become a real leader of a locker room very early on in his career, and it's just the players know. They gravitate around him. You hear Gardner Minshew talk about him, and he's like, yeah, this is his team. Like, yeah, yeah Shane can say it's my team now, but this is still his team. And, and everybody knows that. And that is that is something that really means something, I think. When you, when you look at, you know, that overview of, yeah, it's a sad day. It's, it's a day that's crushing. But that optimism you kind of talked about, it's felt. Because these guys are like, yeah, I mean – this guy's got it. He 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 has he has changed this whole locker room vibe, and he hasn't even been here that long. And and it's just because I think I really deep down I just think players get it, and they they can see it. And and Anthony Richardson just has a different, just a different aura yeah. about him, and and it's been very well represented in that locker room. Yeah, that's well said. Well, we are going to have to wait. Uh, uh, quite a bit of time to see Anthony Richardson back out on the field, but for the next eleven games, it's Gardner Minshew yep. time. And the Colts are three and three, coming off a tough loss in Jacksonville. But the whole season is still a ahead lot of, of this football team. left. A lot of football left, yep. and uh, Shane Steichen cer- certainly is uh, going to continue to lead this team. As you know, they, they still got a shot. Yep, the whole season's ahead of this team. Today stinks, but we'll we'll 
you get Anthony back in 2024, but right now the focus goes back to 2023. That's where the focus here on the Colts Audio Network is going to reside starting on Thursday with the official Colts podcast. That'll be previewing the Colts and Browns. Casey, you will be joined by Matt Taylor, Bill Brooks, and guest Zaire Franklin yeah, on I mean, that podcast. Can't have a better guy to come on and talk about some, uh, some hard-nosed football than Z. I could listen to Zaire talk about anything. You know, it doesn't matter yeah. if it's football or anything else. So it's a must-listen to for sure. It's also super funny that Zaire Franklin is like one of the best linebackers, if not the best linebacker in the NFL. He just started doing a podcast this year and is already better at podcasting than me. <laughs> oh, for sure, like, yeah. Come on, dude. Like, save some talent for the rest of us. Like, he's got to he has he's got to show the trenches with EJ Speed. And I listen to it. I'm like, man, he's really good at this. Come on, we're like. Just some people are just more talented yep. than others, Zaire and that is, is Zaire Franklin. Guys. Yep, so he'll, sure. he'll be on the official Colts podcast on Thursday. Inside Football with Rick Venturi is out right now. If you haven't listened to that already, go check that out with Rick's keys to beating his former team, the Cleveland Browns, where he spent some time with Bill Belichick and Nick Saban. I don't know if he mentioned that on the podcast, but I love asking him about his time <laughs> in Cleveland uh, You know, with, with those two coaching titans. Uh, and then on Sunday... Instant reaction. We'll be back, myself and Bill Brooks. We will break down the Colts and Browns, the result from Lucas Oil Stadium on Sunday. Anyways, Casey, thanks for joining us. Thanks for cutting up all this audio so our listeners could get a chance to hear from head coach Shane Steichen and some players today. Of course. And we will be back. Uh, If we need to do another overtime at some point, we don't plan these. They happen as news breaks. But thank you for listening to this one here on the Colts Audio Network. So long. So long.